Welcome to Her Incredible Mind, where we highlight women in STEAM-related careers. Today, we are speaking with Marie Muniz, and we're excited to have you with us today, Marie. Thanks for having me. Can you give us a little bit of an overview of what your role is today? Sure. I am the Senior Director of U.S. Marketing for Gene Therapy at a company called PTC Therapeutics. Uh, the gene therapy that we're currently working to bring to market is for a rare disease called AADC deficiency. Um, and most of my job entails coming up with market development campaigns, working with the team, physicians, patients, on making sure that there's awareness around the disease and, of course, move forward uh, to treatment when, it, when it's available. It's in the, the rare disease market is very, very difficult. I, uh, I'm sure that throughout your career, you've had to deal with some of those obstacles of educating patients and education of the medical community too, as well, when you're thinking about rare. Absolutely. I would say that part of uh, marketing, it's not necessarily in rare, you know, selling a drug or promoting a drug. It's more about helping patients find their diagnosis and actually support the patient journey as they, as they are looking for answers and working with physicians to really understand what disease that they have. Um, and so they could actually get the appropriate treatment. That's great. Uh, you know, it's, it's so, so important and recognizing the disease is definitely probably the biggest, you know, the biggest uh, impact too, even to, to, to patients outside of really working on that cure. You know what I mean? That's fantastic. Great work that you're doing. That's great. Thank you. So now, how did you decide on your role in this industry? It's actually funny, and it's a bit of a journey. I wouldn't say that it was very straight and narrow. Growing up, I always had an interest in the life sciences, anything to do with biology or animals or the human body really intrigued me. I also had a knack for math. And, you know, coming from a family, my mom was the first person to actually graduate high school. Nobody had actually gone to college. I was the first. Everybody said, okay, you're going to be a doctor. And I did start school pre-med. Um, but when I was in school, I took a business class and I fell in love with marketing. And so it was at that point in time that I said, how do I combine my two interests? And you know, I was going through uh, organic chem at the same time, and I was really struggling to, to get good grades in that one. So I said, okay, well, this is a point in time where I could say I'm really good at something, and I can combine my passions. How do I do it? And so I started researching different companies or things that I could get involved with, especially I was, as I was working on my undergrad capstone project. And I heard of a company called Genzyme that actually built their business model and it was a sustainable business model in helping patients who had rare diseases. And I, um, I, I went ahead and I started cold calling and figuring out how I could get engaged with that organization so I could work with them on my project, my final project undergrad. And then once I graduated college, I, I maintained contacts and I was able to uh, get a position there. It was you know, the, the ground level. And I, I just went ahead and I worked my way up in the marketing organization. 
for you. That is fantastic. That is such a great uh, way of going about it. I love your tenacity that you actually, you know, you know, sought this out. You know, Genzyme's such a pioneer in the in the in the industry. They really are. They really set the bar back in the day for the kind of how rare is 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 uh, so so important. And I love that you were going out and just you know trying to find a way that you would be able to both educate yourself get a position and, and learn and, give, and and really do you know what you wanted to set out to do that's phenomenal thanks one thing that was important to me when going into the industry is making sure that i had motivation and the motivation was helping somebody at the end of the day and it was wonderful to be in a position and even though it was ground level work and you know copying papers, I knew that my efforts in the beginning were helping somebody gain access to treatment and have more moments in life. Um, so it was really, it was really wonderful. And I was able to learn from so many people. I think that's awesome. That is great. You know, when you think about your impact on, um, on the industry, sometimes we can think that our role is small. But it's truly one of the most enrolling industries in the world. I really believe that they really do empower their employees, as well as enroll everyone in really the good that we're all doing to try to try to make things work for, for you know, for everyone in, in, in times where we don't always know what's coming next. So this has been very difficult now and you can see where, um, you know, life sciences has, rise, has risen to the occasion. So it's interesting to see that. So when you think about, I mean, obviously, you know, what matters to you most in this role is, has been part of what we've talked about. But what do you think about when you think about your, your, your new roles or current roles in general and how you decide on them? When I think about new roles, I, I really enjoy shifting and evolving. So I'm always looking for new opportunities that will be a bit of a challenge that will help me grow. Um, and that's something that I think is very important and actually has helped me develop in my career, always raising my hand for new challenges. Uh, one thing that I really enjoy is problems of innovative solutions. And so when you know the end goal that you're trying to get to, sometimes it's a lot of fun piecing together how you actually work in such a way to meet that goal over time. And so when I'm looking at new roles, that's that's ultimately what I'm trying to do. I want to make sure that it's continu continuing to challenge me, continuing to shape my career, and continuing to help me learn new skills and to grow. I think that's fantastic advice, honestly, to anyone. I know it's, it's part of what you do, but it's advice that, um, you know, especially young women today could take as far as you know, the challenge is, 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 is something we fear, but it's something obviously that, you know, if you love it and you, and you, and you align yourself with people like yourself, you know, that have had this career and, and, and can show you the way, it is a big benefit to people, you know, and I think that when you overcome that challenge that you thought was like, it just, you know, you doubt your confidence and you're able to say afterwards, you know what, I got through this, you know, I got through this, I climbed it, I, you know, I, I got to where I was going, it was not easy, you know, um, but I did it, and, and you have that true sense of satisfaction that goes with that. Absolutely, and I always go back to the saying, if it doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. So I truly believe that you should be a little bit scared, you, sh you know, sometimes a little 
self-doubt, you have to fight that voice in the back of your head and say, yes, I can do it and, and go ahead and make it happen. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I love that. You know, it's definitely something uh, where when you think about those obstacles as, as you go along, you know, and, and obviously, you know, it, as later in your career, they become different obstacles. But so what do you think about uh, the obstacles that you've encountered in your career and how you overcame them? In thinking through the obstacles in my career, one thing that I found a challenge is making sure that I was being considered for new opportunities. And sometimes, I think especially as women, we can get pigeonholed if we appear to be very good at our current roles. And so I think it's very important to align with mentors and let them know of your interests to try new things. This way you don't become stagnant. And that's something that I've learned. And there are some people that may try to get in your way and say, oh, but you're so good at what you do. Oh, why would you want to do anything else? It's important not to listen to anybody and that it's, it's good to hear advice from people. But if you want something, you're the person in control of your life. It's up to you to go ahead and, and go for it. And that is something that um, I had actually experienced in my career. And this is when I was a, a marketing coordinator and I really wanted to become a product manager. Uh, there was a, a leader in the organization that really appreciated my help with, with the marketing coordination. And he told me, he said, well, you shouldn't be a product manager. Your skill set is really here. And, and that, you know, I sat with that. And I said, okay, well, maybe I am really just good at this and this is how I could contribute to the organization. But then I thought through it and I said, you know what? I'm not just going to take this one person's advice. I'm going to seek out other people, solicit additional advice and feedback and let people know of my goal and then work together to figure out how I would make it happen and how I would get there. And within six months, I started moving into the product manager role, first as an APM, and then a product manager, and then a senior, and, and now I'm a senior director, so it tended to work out for me. Um, and I guess the most important thing is not to listen to people when they say, okay, well, you're good here, and, and that's good enough. You know, that's, I find that, uh, first of all, that aligns with a lot of um, personal situations as well in my career. Um, I remember being you know, qualified for the position, but, you know, they, sometimes I felt like I was good at what I was doing, so they didn't want me to go any further, because it, it was, you know, something where it would have been more of an inconvenience to replace me than actually get somebody new for something else, you know, um, and that's, that was something that always bothered me. I love your perspective on it, but I, I, I can understand and align with your feelings on being overlooked. I definitely understand, you know, where that comes from. And I think those obstacles can have a tendency to either set you back or set you on fire. There's one or two ways you're gonna go, <laughs> you know, and you, you're gonna you're gonna either push forward and say, you know what, no, I'm, I'm done. I, I know what I'm doing here and I'm, I'm gonna finish this out. Or they're just gonna, you know, put you into where you're gonna take the back seat and say, you know what, I'm good. And, 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 you'll, and you'll end up taking an alternate path in my opinion. 
Absolutely. And I'm glad it set me on fire. And, and it's something that I'm very aware of um, now as a leader in an organization. If I see that somebody is looking to learn new things, or if they're asking feedback, I always encourage junior team members. Uh, I always invite people to learn about my function. I think it's wonderful to help people explore and grow. Um, so I think it's very important as a leader to do that. And I was lucky enough to have people who did that for me early on. Absolutely. In my Same here. I completely agree with you. And sometimes being a mentor sometimes teaches us more about ourselves even than, than you know, than who we're mentoring. It's, it's an interesting uh, perspective because you can sit and mentor somebody and then think about when you started out and how things were different for you and, and how their roles have changed or whatever it may be in, in their path. So it's, it's an interesting perspective being a member, mentor, and I fully, fully support uh, mentorship. It's awesome. It's a great way to go. So if you had to give some advice to a young girl, what would you tell them? I would tell them, reach for the stars. Don't let anybody tell you no. You can do anything, anything in your wildest dreams. All you have to do is say your goal and then figure out how you're going to get there. And so that's something that I think is really important. And it took me some time to learn that, you know, I, I, I didn't learn about different jobs or careers when I was young. And I just thought there was one, one answer. And, and then I wasn't sure if I could get there. And so I was lucky that I moved into something that I absolutely loved. But who knows, you know, I'm, I'm midway through a career, maybe 10 years from now, I'll want to shift and do something different. And that's okay, too. It's okay to set a new goal. And it's okay to set that goal and say, I can do it and figure out how to get there. That's great. And I think, you know, you, you're, it's funny because you usually ask that question and say, um, you know, what advice would you give to your younger self? And it always leads to that comment is actually what you would actually tell young girls today. But it's funny, you know, because the beginning of your conversation, you talked about when you were younger and it's very much aligned with what your answer was just now was that you told yourself you could do this and that you would do it. And then that's, that's just fabulous. It's absolutely fabulous to instill that kind of positivity, right? And young ladies. So that is, that is great. Thank you for that. And if you had to pick three um, words to describe you and, and that would be on LinkedIn, what would those three words be? So I think I have three statements on my LinkedIn. <laughs> So uh, commercial pioneer, um, I, by that, I mean, I like to be the first in market. I like to be the first uh, to work on a platform, on a new platform. And I think it's really interesting to think of new innovative ways of describing things and to work on high science and medicines that are, are completely new and transformative for patients. Um, so that is, that is the first thing. The second is rare disease advocate. And I am just so grateful to work with this community. Um, I have worked in a number of rare diseases and every patient, every patient organization, every healthcare professional, they're all more amazing than another. Like they're, they're incredible. And I am very honored and humbled to be part of that community as a partner to, to help them. And the third is actually a diversity and inclusion champion. 
So that is something that I'm also very passionate about. And I, I help support different organizations in my free time, because I think it's very important to actually have people from different walks of life uh, have the same opportunities as others. And I think it's very important as well to help empower historically underrepresented populations in different areas, whether it be in the life sciences or in uh, senior leadership. And so that's something that I'm actually very, very uh, interested in as well. And of course, women in sciences is, is one of those things that I support. Thank you, Marie, for being here today. We do appreciate it. Uh, we hope you enjoyed sharing your story. Um, you know, we appreciate your willingness and your courage to share your story because you just might have inspired somebody to follow in your shoes. So, you know, we appreciate it and uh, you were fantastic. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much.